to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 184 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going today? Good, man. Good. Had some uh, exciting racing this weekend, eh? Yeah, so I I wanted to ask you about that because I know we've both been kind of pretty down on the uh, on the old road course. Well, before we talk about the road course, let's just get it out of the way. Christopher Bell won the race. First time winner. Um, okay, so now we can't get accused of not talking about the winner. I'm, I'm sure we'll get back to him anyway, but... We'll get back to him. We'll um, get back to him. So, yeah, I thought I was... I was. I think that this race may have earned itself a spot on the schedule, James. It may have. I don't know where they're going to stick it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it very well may have. If NASCAR wants to be a road, in the road course business like they... Uh, like they say they want to here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're, we're going to be going road course racing again at some point. I think we might have seen an example last year, James, of one race that officially was harmed by not having practice beforehand. Because I think everybody was so timid last year, not knowing what to expect for this race, that it just wasn't that exciting of a race. And now yeah. that they know what to expect, they all drove like complete idiots. <laughs> They did drive like complete idiots, and and I know they made uh, they did make a few rules changes yes, with, that is with true. the road course too, which I think definitely impacted. But I think you're right. I think I think well, we were high downforce uh, last year, weren't we, for this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was just nothing else happened. But yeah, these cars were evil out there, and uh, I mean Kurt Busch, that was a that was ridiculous. See, Kurt Busch reminded so many... me of uh, of Noah Gregson last year. Stepped on my ding dong there. It was pretty much the same yeah. move. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. And uh, yeah, that kink. Um, <laughs> I I was playing. Uh, I was playing. I think Forza Seven or something. And and you can run the road course at Daytona. Okay. And, and I've gotten knocked out by that kink before. Yeah. So it happens. It I happens. raced that track on Arca Sim Racing back in the day. Um, yeah. However, Arca they didn't. The game didn't quite have the physics correct on the, on that track. So it was a little off. It was actually a little more treacherous than it actually is, which is saying a lot because it's a pretty treacherous lot, track yeah. to begin with. Um, but yeah, it, that sucker was challenging. That infield is challenging, really challenging. Yeah, yeah. Imagine running twenty four hours on that thing. Oh. I mean, well, yeah, geez. but those cars handle a little better than. Oh yeah, these the cup these, cars. these uh <laughs> yeah these stock cars do not handle very well on the no. road course. I mean they they are they are beasts, man. They don't want to turn. They have too much acceleration. <laughs> you yeah. know, they just don't uh, they just don't want to play nice. I mean, how many times have we seen drivers? you know, all weekend and back to the clash overdriving that first corner. Yep. Uh, and, and we see it at the, you know, at the Roval too. It's the same thing. Guys pound that corner, that first turn and just go sliding all over the place. Yeah. We, uh, we had, um, you know, three real entertaining races this weekend, uh, all three series on the road course. Um, I think they're all worth a little bit of conversation. We'll start with the cup series since that's what we're really here for. Uh, as we said, Christopher Bell, Gets himself his first uh, Cup Series victory, the second race of the season with the big dogs at Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, James has here in the notes, McDowell and Bell are the first back-to-back first-time winners since 1950. Isn't that something? Yeah. Who was it that did it, James? That was, <laughs> yeah, Harold Kite. Um, <laughs> and then Tim Flock, though. Tim Flock, yeah. that's a name. That's a name. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's going way back. Seven that's like decades talking. ago. Yeah, that's like talking baseball and being like, well, Babe Ruth did that thing one time. You know, it hasn't been done since then. I, I was like, I saw that stat. I thought I have to put this in the show notes because yeah. holy cow, just the rarity of, uh, you know, having two first time winners like that. 
uh, is just, it's something else. I mean, you know, we just haven't seen that before. We don't see first time winners all that often, Eric. I mean, it's not a, you know, NASCAR is tried and true. You've got your grizzled veterans and if they're winning young, they're usually winning all the way through their career. And now we've got, you know, back to back first timers, which is great. Yeah. And they're usually spread out quite a bit. Um, so this is episode 184. Episode 181, to preview the season, we asked the question uh, to us as one of our predictions, who will be the first driver to win their first race this season? Uh, James, we've determined, which we've already determined in the past, that uh, we are a couple of idiots. <laughs> we are idiots, yes. yes. Um, I picked Matt Benedetto, and James picked Chase Briscoe, and we are wrong twice because both yeah. McDowell and Bell have done it before those two. So Yeah, I... Um... I thought Chase Briscoe was going to win one of these road course races. Yeah. And yeah. Chris, Christopher Bell did not luck into this win. He had Joey Logano out in front and took it from him. Just yeah. Flat out took it. And it's, it's well-earned, well-earned. The only gift that I would say that he got was the, uh, the, the rainbow rain or rainbow caution. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That screwed up Chase Elliott and, and true X. And that, that was, yeah, that was the big one. Yeah. That was the big one. You got the two big dogs out of the way. And, and really, it really was only one big dog. I mean, if chase Elliott, you know, doesn't have a little bit of, you know, help, you know, knocking him down. I think he, uh, you know, uh, he was pretty tried and, you know, he was, he was gone and, yeah. and, and true X was good. He just could never get there. I mean, he was passing cars, but he just never, you know, he never made, never made it up. I forget what they said. Chase, Br- Chase Briscoe was on, uh, on Sirius today with Dave Moody. He's on every week. And I forget how many people, how many passes that they said Briscoe made, but he basically passed the entire field like five times in this race. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was, uh, he, he did run a good race. I, I mean, we joke about me picking him to win his first race first, but, uh, he, he ran a clean race from, the most part until uh yeah <laughs> until his hood flew up over the, the over the roof uh he had an exciting day from there on but he was he was in position a couple of times well so he's um, he said on the, top the, 10. on the podcast or on the on the show today that he actually lost power steering in the first stage oh he, he hit the curb lost power steering they were able to fix it and he got it back and then it went out um after the contact at the uh in, in the last stage so he ran Man. a good chunk of the day with no power steering. A road course with no power steering. Not what is it with road that fourteen car losing power steering? It's not only a road course, but the Daytona road course. You you think about that. Not only do you have the tight turns inside of the track, but can you imagine trying to steer a car at lower speeds on that banking with no power oh, steering? Oh yeah. You let go of that yeah. steering wheel, it's gonna turn all the way to the left. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. He was yeah, that's that is a that's a that's man's work right there. <laughs> that's so, what the old boys used to do back in the day. So once uh, once Chase Elliott started crashing through the grass and trying to spin out and everything, it pretty much became that a, was an incredible save, Eric. Incredible by the save. way, yes. I mean, I was watching that live and I thought, oh, here he goes, oh, here he goes, <laughs> and then he got it on the track. I'm like, he's gonna hit that sign. He's losing it, and he brought it back on the track. I was that was incredible. That yeah. was absolutely incredible. The only thing it's it's hard to tell with those because they use that super long lens down that straightaway. So he yeah. might not have been as close yeah. to that sign as it looked. But yeah, yeah but it looked it was, like it. It was well, all four tires in the grass. That's that's hairy. <laughs> and he was sliding all over. It was yeah. incredible. Lucky enough save. not to have the splitter dig in. Yep. 
Yep. Kurt Busch had that too when he went for his joyride. Yeah. He didn't have the splitter get wiped out. Yep. But his brother did. <laughs> yeah. La- yeah, lap yeah, one again. Well, uh, they battled back too. Yeah. Do you think Adam Stevens strutted into the oh, shop today? You know, or Monday when when uh, when Adam Stevens um, when when I saw him celebrating after the win, I could just see him like just sticking it to Kyle. There was the way he celebrated you. just seemed yeah. to me like there you go, Kyle. There's a yeah. There was a definitely a bleep you. Gotta uh, be. He's attitude. already. I mean, I I have nothing against Adam Stevens. I never met the guy. I never talked to him. But he's got that kind of pompous like personality you I think, can see why him and kyle you know it may be why they're probably pretty similar actually up. which is why they work great together but we're also not good well, kyle you know when, when kyle un, in, you know, not really prompted said what he said right. uh, at the beginning of the season um yeah yeah there's uh, there's inner team rivalry going on oh, there yeah. i like that yep for that's sure. fantastic i love that um so yeah so kyle bush has trouble on the first lap in this thing again um and just, I mean, he was there. I mean, he battled all the way back. Yeah. He didn't, then, you know, got taken out at the end, but yeah, right. he had a good run. Well, going, shoot, you even mentioned, with that damage you, you mentioned Kurt going off track. He almost won the thing. He finishes fourth. He did. He I did. Mean, and then Larson Brad, was looking good. Well, Brad Keselowski looked terrible too. And he ends up fifth. Yeah, he had a workman's day. He definitely, <laughs> he had an exciting day. Yeah. He was locking wheels up and now he was back and forth, back and forth. Eric, we didn't even mention Michael McDowell. Right. I mean, first, first lap, he has issues, battles back and gets another top 10 to start the season. He's two for two. Well, Unbelievable. You, you know, the other one that needs some mention in, that finished in the top 10 is Ryan Priest. He has two top 10s yeah, in the two, first good, two races man. of the season. Yep, that's, he's running real good. He wants to run the whole season. Yep, that's, that's how something. you do it. That's how you get it done. I forget. They, they, it's. I think it's Denny Hamlin, uh, Kevin Harvick, Michael McDowell, Ryan Priest are the only drivers with two top tens to start the season. Yep, that sounds about right. So, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I thought Larson might steal this one late, and then yeah, he you know he looped doo it, uh, trying to get towards uh, NASCAR one, yep. um, coming back off the road course, and that was the end of his day. And he did not finish very well after that either. Um, where did he end up? 30th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah not, not good. After, you know, he was there, though. I mean, he, he made some noise. You know, that was um, more so than he did in the Daytona 500. I definitely knew he was there. Right. Um, on Sunday, I still think Fox, Fox is avoiding talking about him. Oh, yeah, they did. I, I actually noticed Mike Joy talking about him. And it actually, the fact that he was talking about him, actually, I noticed that. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. It seems, coming seems up odd almost. Um, it does. So, yeah, we mentioned Christopher Bell. He, you know, he had that gift with with the caution. Um, but, I mean, he earned that win. He he, he battled to the front and then battled to the front again uh, to get that win. Um, was able to chase Joey Logano down to get the pass on the second to last. Or was it the, was it the last? Second to last. Second to last. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, earns his first career victory. Like I said, second race for Joe Gibbs Racing uh, officially with the uh, with the big team this year. Um, in that 20 car, yep. uh, let's talk about the, let's talk about the caution, James. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's NASCAR's rule. It is um, NASCAR's rule. I think NASCAR needs to rewrite the rule. Yeah. I, if, know, if, it's, track... if it's a safety issue, yes, but that was not a safety issue. Nobody thought yeah. they needed a caution there. Well, one guy radioed, I was listening to the teardown 
thanks Jeff Gluck and uh, and Jordan Bianchi. They they said that one guy did radio in and say the track was wet. It was a darker shade. Yeah. Um, than than it was before. One so the, one of the drivers, I, somebody in second, third, needed caution. No, no, it was a, no. Anybody no, was but a, Chase was, Elliott. Uh, <laughs> it was anybody. Yeah, anybody but Chase Elliott. No, it was uh, official in the turn. Okay. Um, but the, the official in the turn needed to take his sunglasses off. I think. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I understand why NASCAR has it in place though, because you don't yeah. want these cars running these high banks. Um, with with no rain tires on. Yeah, but the thing the is, way. is at that point though, James, if you get a downpour, then yeah, you got to throw the caution. But IndyCar does that. These other series do that too. You just yeah. you don't need to throw a caution for a little bit of moisture to give yeah. them the chance to put rain tires on and then have everybody pit and not put rain tires on. What, what would you rather have? I guess error on the side of judgment. Uh, you know, the you problem know. is, is this gives us it gives us another way for NASCAR to theoretically manufacture a finish. Well, um, I mean, I don't think they did that. Yeah. Uh, disagreeing with Iceman on YouTube, who I've yeah. become, become like not a big fan of lately. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't think that first of all, NASCAR is not going to manufacture a finish. It's going to screw chase over, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. if NASCAR uh, wants we to call that, we saw that at the Daytona 500. Yeah. Two guys that you aren't going to throw a caution or the two guys that you aren't going to hurt on purpose. If you're NASCAR chase Elliott and Dale Earnhardt jr. It's never going to happen. So, yeah. you know, it was a legit caution for that reason. Um, I don't know. It, it's Eric. The there's no right answer, made... James. Yeah. Eric, the whole series is manufactured it's to a... some extent. It is. You know, it's, it's every sport is. It's entertainment. NASCAR is an entertainment motorsport. That's the what. That's what it is. That's what we are. We have to live with the facts. But I don't know if. I mean, NASCAR has a rule in place. I think they they called it up based on the rule. You may be right that they should change the rule. I don't yeah. disagree with you, but they made a call, and listen, all of the teams had the same had to deal with it the same way. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm glad and the caution Chase came out. Out. <laughs> no, me too. It was great. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was great. So. Um, Made for a great race, yeah. you know. Yeah, so it's the same reason. Uh, you know, you know, like the clash was clash. I didn't think the clash was a great race all day until late. And, right. And uh, you know, this one was definitely a little bit more exciting most of the day. But, but yeah, I mean, there was a chance that Chase was going to run away with this thing, and you know, he didn't. So, and and you know what though, Eric too, Chase's team was really bad on pit road all mm -hmm. day. Like, yep. He was losing spots, dropping like a rock all day. Yeah. So. Get him back out front. You come in, you come in up front, go back out up front. Yeah. I mean, he had the same opportunity to pit and get back out to where he was as everybody else did. So it's, yeah, it's on Chase. Guys, NASCAR didn't cost Chase that race. Chase, Chase's team no, cost no. that race. Well, yeah. And I know there was guys who stayed out and there was different strategy going on, but Chase was getting beat by off pit road by, you know, guys with fresh tires too. So right. it's not, it's not all NASCAR's fault that Chase Elliott was in that position either. Yep. This is what it is. That's NASCAR racing. A um, couple others to mention. Ross Chastain finishes 39th, uh, taken out by Ryan Blaney. Uh, not a good replay of it. I'm assuming that it was completely by accident. I think R Blaney was just trying to cross under, but that had to suck for Chastain. Put right in the wall. Yeah, all over the place. Um, he had a rough day. Tyler Reddick has issues. Uh, I was expecting big things out of him because he ran really well in the uh, yeah. in the clash. Um and then Matt Benedetto had a tire issue, ripped the rear end off of his car and finishes 37th. Uh, we mentioned yep. Kyle Busch ends up 35th with his trouble. Austin Dillon, 34th, William Byron, 33rd, Chase Briscoe, 32nd. So, and then Larson, you said 30th place there. Uh, Bubba Wallace had issues on a road course. Big surprise finished 26th. 
Yeah, not his forte. No, not at all. Um, up front, we kind of talked about the guys. AJ Allmendinger jumps into a road course race uh, in the Cup Series. Uh, second race for uh, for whatever the heck the team's name is that I'm drawing a blank on right now. What the heck is the team? <laughs> what the, what's the team name? Do you remember? I love when you do this. I love when you do this. Do you remember? What's the, what's the driver again? AJ Allmendinger. What team is he driving for? Colleague. Colleague. Jesus, I couldn't remember Colleague. Yes, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, so we so, had Eric, Eric not knowing the team name and then me half listening. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up stats for the next uh, for the next <laughs> part of the podcast. So I, I was letting you ramble and then all of a sudden we got derailed. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. Almendinger finishes seventh. Um, good finish for him. Uh, let's You're see. doing a good race. Yeah. A really good race for him. Yeah. Um, Eric Jones finishes 14th. So. At least an improvement for Petty Enterprises over yeah, they, uh, Bubba. They battled. Yeah, they battled. <laughs> they had a flat tire early, and uh, got a break with the caution, so they were able to stay in the lead lap. But yeah, they had a they had a lot a lot of work to do to get that 14th place. So that's a great run for Petty. Yep. Um, I don't think anybody else to jump out at you, James. Anything else worth mentioning on this no, race? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. We didn't talk about Hamlin, but once again, just solid. Yeah. He won a stage. Know, that's kind of what he's been doing um, and, and he did that last year too was not never the favorite at any point in this race to win but he was solid definitely all had some brake fade at the end of the race that cost him any he chance did. of running for it yeah yeah he couldn't go aggressively like he wanted to that's for sure so um all right let's talk about the other two races real quick uh ty gibbs gets his first win in the nascar xfinity series in his first race and the NASCAR Xfinity Series. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I That's mean, awesome. You, you can't do better than that. So, uh, and, and earn, no. him, earn him a few more starts this year. He's going to drive 14 more races for uh, JGR in the Xfinity Series this year. So, that's cool. Yeah. He won a road course in his first start. Yeah. And he's the first the first Xfinity driver to win in his first start that's not uh, had any cup experience. Right. Everybody else who's done it has driven cup first. So really cool, really cool story. I mean, did we know um, that yeah. Ty Gibbs had that talent? Ah, there's a lot of question with Ty Gibbs, yeah. you know, running the Arca series with the equipment that he did. People right. were kind of wondering, but this is not a joke to no. go out and win this race. No, and you could say he's got great equipment and that 54 car does really well, but that 54 car usually only does really well with one driver in it. Yeah, and he beat Austin Cindric. Austin yeah. freaking Cindric is awesome yeah <laughs> at these road courses he beat him i mean it helped up. that austin Cindric decided to rip the front end of his car off or aj almondinger decided well, to rip think, the front end of his car off i think aj almondinger ripped the front end of his car off we will probably talk about that in a little bit yeah well we can talk about it now so coming to the end of stage one aj almondinger tries to block austin Cindric. they get together almondinger digs his front nose into the grass and manages to score a whopping what do we say four points on the day um four points on the day yeah. completely killing yeah. me in our picks contest this week he did. He hurt you bad. Um, hurt you real bad. So I, you know, I said at the time that it was Cindric's fault. I, I think they're both at fault. But yeah, it, I mean, blocking. I mean, turn right. Yeah. Turn right. Yeah. Blocking. <laughs> turn, turn and left. Blocking coming in the line is pretty stupid coming to the end of a stage. Con- contrary to popular belief, NASCAR race cars can turn right. Yeah. I mean, we were at a road course. <laughs> so AJ, turn it right. I mean, that being said, Cindric could have gone under the yellow line too, but. He's also putting himself more at risk by doing that. So oh, somebody's driving you down like that. Screw you, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But it I mean it hurt Cindric's day too. Um actually it might it have helped him. 
because oh, he was he apologetic. He felt bad about that. Yeah. He, I mean, it certainly cooled the right front tire off on his car the rest he, of the day. He still scored the most points. Yeah. It's on the day. I mean, tied tied with uh, with Ty Gibbs there. So, I mean, a really great points day. And, and Austin's going to be around. He's already got a win in the bank. So, um, he's going to be around all season. I mean, he ain't going anywhere. He's the favorite for the championship. So, another good day. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, it's exciting to see Ty come up there in a race that should have been. I mean, it should have been Cindric's race with uh, Almendinger out of it. And uh, well, Gibbs made it interesting. Uh, and you know he had a it's a great showing too because he caught a lot of crap after that arca interview last week from members of the media yeah um that shall go nameless <laughs> uh we won't need to we don't need to go down that road um but he's an 18 year old kid he's just a you know just a kid so right. i mean I, I don't know about you eric i said some pretty dumb and arrogant things when i was a kid too so i say dumb arrogant uh, things now and i'm almost 40 yes that's right that's right so we <laughs> still do that I'll give Ty Gibbs a pass for, for everything that happened the week before. He shouldn't have gotten taken out by the media like yeah. he did. So another, that's another one of those stick it to you wins that I like to see. So yep. that's, that's great. I mean, Ty's got the deck stacked against him. He's got the Gibbs name. Everybody wants to say he's doing it. He's getting the chances he's getting because of who he is. And you know what? Um, probably you know, the s- real. 75% yeah, of the people in NASCAR are that way. Eric, yeah, it's all family in sport in this sport. Right. You think you're? Uh, what do you think we're gonna be not, not rooting for Keelan Harvick right. uh, someday? Exactly. I yeah. Mean, come on, it's that's what this sport is. Brexton Bush, come on. Yep. Cash Boyer, those guys are all coming. They're all gonna be Cup drivers. Oh yeah. And if you think you're not, you're crazy. Yep, for sure. You know, unless they pull a unless they pull a Matt Martin or something and just decide they don't want to. You know. Right. Um. Brandon Jones bounces back after a terrible Daytona weekend. Uh, the first, the weekend before, uh, finishes fourth for him. That was a good run. Um, trying to think of anybody else worth mentioning in this. We don't usually get too deep into the Xfinity stuff, but yeah, yeah. another good race. Um, yeah. fun to watch. So yeah, Justin Haley's hanging around. Um, the Burton, the Burton cousins had both had good runs. So that's cool. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. And then, the Xfinity uh, series. Then old Ben Rhodes gets the win, uh, doubles it up with the truck series, gets wins the first two races of the year. Um, great run by Mr. Rhodes. Uh, led, let's see, 13 laps on the way to the victory. At a boy. Yep. At a boy. Uh, beat out James's pick, Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed, yeah. I thought he was going to get her done again, but yeah. That truck race is a little bit of a little bit of a hectic mess. Well, John Hunter Nemechek had trouble at the beginning, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I'm already starting off in the hole because that was my pick. And Nemechek yeah. managed to battle back up to third. He was coming. Yeah, he had a good run. Yeah, he's going to be – he is definitely going to be a problem um, moving forward this season. That, that guy is really good. Yep. He's definitely overqualified uh, for everything he's doing in that series at this point. I, I think he's going to be – he's going to be a problem. I agree. Um, got some rain in this one too. So we got to deal with some wet weather racing. Uh, so that's always cool. And, uh, yeah, yep. I, don't, I don't think there's anything else really to talk about with that one. Is there? No, no, it was kind of a mess, but it was good. I yeah. mean, it's still a good race. Good racing all weekend. Yeah. Good way to start the weekend off. For sure. For sure. Um, two weeks, or three, I guess three weeks in Daytona or whatever it was. So long time right. to be down there. That one was a mess guys. at the end. That's right. I'm tr- I was trying to remember exactly what happened. They ended up throwing the caution before Rhodes got around to the checkered. Um, but yep. he, he had it wrapped up anyway. It was, it was over. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. It was done. Yep. <sighs> All right. Let's talk some news, James. Uh, Chip Ganassi, uh, going to be taking a little break for a couple of weeks. 
or at least a week. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, for one, at least one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, suspended for Homestead uh, for COVID, a COVID violation at Daytona. Um, from Jordan Bianchi's tweet, it sounded like he uh, had basically brought somebody into an area he wasn't supposed to bring somebody into, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if we, I was joking with you about this earlier, but if uh, if we know Chip Ganassi, he was probably told don't do that. Yeah, and then he 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 gone done it. Yep. And uh, that's just that's just speculation on my part, but that's I'm I'm assuming that's what happened there. Right. He uh, he just did what he wanted to do. Yeah. So, so otherwise, I don't think they would have suspended. They wouldn't have suspended him and hit him so hard with a with a fine. I mean, that was a pretty big fine. Yeah. Hey, good on NASCAR. 30K. They got to do this stuff. Let's not. Don't be lax in this. You know, we saw enough of these drivers. Oh yeah, make examples. Yeah, we yep. saw we saw enough of these guys not wearing masks and stuff and, and goofing off and acting like nothing was going on during the off season. If you're in NASCAR's playground, you got to play right. And, and I'm sure NASCAR has told every one of these teams, don't fool around with this COVID stuff. Yep. We have to take it seriously. Yep. I yep. mean, they look, I wonder if NASCAR looks really good right now compared to every other sport. So let's keep it that way. Yep. Yeah, I know. And the wheels almost came off at the end of last year, but we were able to get through it. And yep. um, the season I, I, I wonder just the right time, <laughs> just the right time before. Yeah, it, it broke out again. Um, but uh, I and I wonder if NASCAR had a talk with like Chase Elliott for some of his stuff. I would just I'm curious yeah. to, to know, you know, but, back in I mean, the old we'll days, never, if, we'll never if, know if Bill France Jr. was still there. You'd have had that arm around Chase, you know, conversation. But I don't know if it, yeah, I don't know if that uh, NASCAR still boy. exists yeah. anymore. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't think uh, Steve Phelps is out there putting his arm around the guys. No, no, <laughs> especially during the co- during the COVID pandemic. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, we found out today that uh, USAC Triple Crown winner uh, Big Daddy Chris Windham will race in the Cup Series event at the Bristol Dirt Race great for nickname. Rick Ware Racing. Uh, a great nickname. Yeah, it is. Those dirt guys, all those dirt, dirt short track guys, have such great nicknames. You know, you sit there and listen yeah. to the World of Outlaws guys and. It, it, there's there's some good nicknames, so we need that yeah, in the Cup Series. I know we do for um, sure. But uh, yeah, nice looking car, probably best looking Rick Ware racing favorite. car. Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. Nas is your favorite sponsor. I yeah. know that. I remember you telling me that. There are you some good Nas paint schemes, man. I hate the I hate the drink, but uh, <laughs> but the, <laughs> the color they got good colors. Yeah, the paint schemes are good. So yeah, we uh, so I was going to ask you about this. So we went to uh, so we went to the Eldora for the first truck race at Eldora, right? Yep. Do you remember what um, what dirt racing legend was in the field for that very first race? Yeah, Scott Bloomquist, right? Yeah, and how did he do? He did terrible because he he got a, he got the smart idea that if he removed the sway bar, rear sway bar from the car, that it would work better, and he finished horribly because that was a stupid thing to last. do. It was one of the very close to dead last. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm a little worried about how uh, how Chris Windham's going to feel in the already seat. in a Rick Ware racing car. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but you know, maybe the dirt track will will allow for some balance. I don't know, you yeah. know. I bet you Chris Bell's looking his looking his chops now because he can really go for it. He's already got a win in the bag. He's in the playoffs. Yeah, so he's he's in good shape. I'm but curious, yeah, I, though, I don't know. A lot of those dirt guys aren't excited about this race because they know it's not going to be a dirt race. I mean, yeah, it's not really. A, yeah, it's a big heavy stock car. Two hundred and fifty laps know. on this track with forty cars. There is no freaking way that this is going to be a dirt race. It will be an asphalt race that's dusty. <laughs> yeah it might be yeah it's gonna be the there will Richmond be so route. much rubber down in these turns at this track when this thing is done there's yeah, no yeah. way i wouldn't want to be the first one flying in there in no. the end of the first turn no, no way no way buddy nope no sir um now ask you that i would be I, I i'd sign up for it man i would i would do it in a heartbeat <laughs> that's great for sure 
Um, and yep. that's it. I don't. There's no more news. Yeah, we're low on news this week, but you know these it's teams are busy. I mean, yeah. uh, it's that's the way it usually goes at the beginning of the year, though. We don't really it get a whole a lot of a little light this year, but yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. So, um, yep. So we go to Homestead Miami Speedway this weekend. James is the Dixie Vodka 400. Um, get to get to go back to some traditional NASCAR racing, although it's a little less traditional this year. The road courses, I think, are you know they put up a pretty big balance of the schedule, but the uh, the mile and a half tracks are still the bread and butter of the Cup Series. Uh, we go back to the low downforce or the high downforce, low horsepower package this weekend um, at Homestead Miami. And uh, get to see what uh, what these guys have for the majority of the season. Um, so what what do you think? Uh, what do you think we can expect this weekend, James? I think last year we predicted that this race wouldn't be that great in the middle of the season, and found out that we were completely wrong, and that Homestead is still yeah, awesome we were, no matter what. And we had to do it. Uh, we had to do it at a different time of the year too. This was one of the first races that was affected by the pandemic. Yeah. Um, we had Atlanta. Atlanta was the first one, but yeah, this was right around the corner, and uh, everything changed. Um, I, everything changed, you know, obviously after that, but yeah, this was still a great race last year. Uh, this is probably, I don't know about you, Eric, this is still one of my, you know, if I had to list my fav- five favorite tracks, this one's in there somewhere. Yeah. This uh, is just a great, great track. This one is on my list of tracks to go to, um, but it's so yeah. far away. I mean, I have to fly basically to go to this one. And so yeah. it, the chances of it happening are probably pretty slim. Um, it yeah, had, yeah. there was a much better chance of it happening when it was the, when it was the championship race. But now that it's right early in the season like this, it's a little tougher, um, to, yep. to justify it. But I don't know, man, they do, they do Daytona and Homestead like they were originally supposed to do. Maybe make a week of it and go down for the five. Yeah, you could, you definitely could. Yeah. There's a lot of good things down there. If you get, didn't, I wouldn't go to Miami, but I, you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, there's probably some fun things to do down there, but this time, we, this this pandemic, I don't think you can really do anything anyway. So yeah, there's no reason to go um, to Miami for anything other than the track. That... Not really. No, 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 no. They've got a great zoo. I know that, but yeah. that's about it. Um, so we get to uh, make yeah, our. This is, uh, we get to make well, our picks this week. Quick, yeah, go I ahead, mean... James. You can go ahead first. <laughs> sorry. I think we have a delay. Sorry, I... you're talking. I'm talking over you. Oh, sorry about that. It's yeah, I know we have internet internet issues from time to time. But I was just gonna add real quick. Um, I don't know about you. I'm still disappointed that we don't come here for the championship anymore. Even, oh, yeah. even though Phoenix was good last year, I just really like this place and, uh, you know, to see it come and go so quickly in the season is kind of, still kind of a little bit of a bummer to me, but I'm getting used to it. Yeah. You know, as long as we're still racing here, I think we're in, in a good spot. This is, this is a great place, great place to, to see some great racing and, and, you know, good mile and a half racing, you know, it's not always great, but you get a, you get a good one here this weekend. Yep. I agree. Um, so we, we had our picks last week. We were kind of reverse of the week before, um, James smoked me last week, uh, 142 points. James was able to get out of the weekend and I came out with 83, which 83 is respectable. Yeah. Um, really good. But 142 is really good. When James picked the second place driver in both the cup and truck series or the Xfinity and truck series. And then Hamlin finished what fourth was it? So third, third, yeah, two and three. So yeah. James went for consistency last weekend and was able to uh, eke one out. And I picked AJ Allmendinger, which killed me. Um, I love that you yeah, eke one out. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. 100, 142, Eric, that might be hard to top all year. We're going to have to keep an eye on that. That's one. a good number. You Well, you can't get much higher than it. Oh, yeah. I've got a 52, a 50, and a 40. You'd so, have I mean, to, yeah, there's, you'd there's have to pick for it, winners but... for every race is pretty much. 
yeah, I don't know how we're going to top. We're going to have to watch it. That's the high mark of the year so far, and it, it might get top, but, you know, you got to do it over a truck weekend, too, so there's only a, a few opportunities to get that many points, so I'm, Last I'm weekend, definitely glad for, I maximized my week. For the first weekend of the season, I got 87 points. I almost got that same amount, the same amount this week, and I lost, where I beat James by 40-some points last weekend. <laughs> Yeah, you did. You crushed me last week, and then I I won up to you a little bit this week with the with the one forty two. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Well, I'll I'll take it. I will take it because I needed it because you know fantasy wasn't going so well for me either. So so I get them when I can. So James and I had a slight, not really debate, but discussion on social media today, and the plan is is that whoever is behind in the in the points and the overall points will get to pick first each week. Uh, because James moved ahead of me with 184 points to my 170. I get to pick first this week, James, and I actually would almost prefer to pick second because I'm not 100% sure which way I want to go here. Um, I'm struggling with both races, actually. The, the tough thing about this track is you have to consider that while the stats are the stats, especially in the Cup Series, you're also mm-hmm. usually dealing with a championship battle, so that skews mm-hmm. the results a little bit. It does. So yep. we don't have that anymore. So now it's a little bit more up in the air. I'm going to go with my gut instinct on this one. And just the fact that there's nobody that I, for the Xfinity series, there's nobody yep. I enjoy more watching ride the rim on this track than Noah Gregson. And so I'm going to pick Noah Gregson as my pick oh, for this one. Yeah. Yep. I was uh, leaning, uh, leaning towards Noah Gregson. He's definitely, uh, when you look at the average finish over the just the last two, I just did the last two. He's got a fourth place average finish, two top fives, two top yeah. tens. Um, so yeah, I like that one. Uh, I will, um, I will, uh, I will take Harrison Burton. Harrison Burton's here. A good one. I will take Harrison Burton. Harrison Burton um, actually has a win here. Yes, yeah, so he only he's only led two laps in the last two races, uh, whereas Noah Gregson's led one sixty four. <laughs> so <laughs> he definitely got the front runner. I got, yeah, I'm but Harrison Burton's a win. good pick everywhere. Yeah, that's gonna be he's gonna be one of our solids. Yeah, um, in the Xfinity series, and and just for people who who know too, we're, we have to pick guys who are running for points in right. Xfinity series. So we, yes. you know, if Kyle Busch was running, for example, this week, we would not be able to, to take well, Kyle. I mean, technically, we don't have to pick somebody who's running for points, but you won't earn any points because you we earn the, the number point. of points. Yeah, you want exactly, you want <laughs> yeah. the points. So yeah, we so want to make sure that we that it just points. to be clear, you can pick one off drivers if they're like if, running for points. Yeah, so if if if, Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. Yeah, Ty Gibbs okay. is earning points. He can run. He can be a pick. Um, Ty Dillon's another good one that will be running for points in one of the series. Um, just a note on Ty Gibbs, by the way. I think he's like eighth in points right now after missing the yep. first race. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so you can pick a driver that's not earning points, but it won't do you any good. It's just going to get you a win, and nobody cares about wins in this uh, battle. So, um, yep. all right, on to the Cup Series. And I am probably going to take James's pick. Because I have a hard time not picking this driver, although I, I was leaning a different direction. But I'm just going to say Fox is going to have to talk about Kyle Larson this week if Kyle Larson's going to win this race. He's back. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So Kyle Larson. Did I, did I take yours? Were you going to pick him? No, no, I actually wasn't going to take him. Um, nope. I was. Uh, and one of the guys I'm toying with is actually Tyler Reddick. But, you know, Tyler Reddick's a great pick, but maybe not in the uh, Cup Series. I know. I know. <laughs> But he's right. He, he ran one race here so far in his career. He's got a fourth place finish. So uh, I'd like to Can see him do it again. Can you imagine three, three first yeah, time winners I in know. a row? 
I thought about that when I was looking at the stat sheet. I'm like, huh, yeah, he could probably do it. He that ran a awesome. really good race here last year. Remember, it was good. He ran really well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take the uh, – I'm, I'm going to give him a shot here early, but he's got a short leash this year. But I'm going to take the king of the mile and a half from a year ago, uh, and I'll take Kevin Harvick to oh. continue that dominance, see if he can – um, see if he can get it done again. I mean, Harvick he won nine right last year. Not even on my radar this for this one. Yeah, I just, I mean, that team was so good on these mile and a half last year. I just feel like he's going to be around. I don't know if he'll win it, but I think he'll be, you know, he's going to be getting stage points. He's going to be running up front. That's true. Uh, That's true. You got to look at the points. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Which means I probably should have went with who my my original. You and I pick are playing be. a different game early in the season here. Yeah. Eric's swinging for home runs. I'm just hitting doubles. My original pick was probably a better one, and that was Denny Hamlin. Not only did yeah, he, win, he yeah. not only did he win the race last year, but he's you know yeah. you're gonna get points with Denny Hamlin. He's gonna finish consistently. He's but, gonna be right there too. Yeah. But yeah. I'll stick with my I'll Larson pick. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I was looking at Hamlin. Those were my three guys. I was looking at Harvick, Hamlin, and uh, but yeah, I wanted if I was going to throw one, throw you off a little bit. I was going to take Reddick. Yeah, Reddick. Reddick was, my, my was on my list. He's staring at me as I look at the. Yeah. Uh, I at know the it's, it's intriguing. <laughs> well, the way he ran last year was so ridiculous. It was like he was really going to win that race. Well, he, so he's yeah, run, watch him go out there and win it. He's That'd run three races at Homestead in the Xfinity Series, and he won two of them. So. Can you can you imagine the sphincters tightening up if some if he goes out there and wins that oh. race and takes another playoff spot away? Dude, Holy that will change smoke. everything. It's already pretty scary. I mean, I don't think it's as got scary. Two new guys already. Christopher Bell's not too scary because I think a lot of people expected him to be there. Yeah. But but Reddick would be scary. Reddick would Reddick would definitely when you've already got one in there that that wasn't expected to be there with uh Well, that's right. You know, with McDowell. That's right. It's uh, one more would be scary. Yeah, I mean, two guys are already coming out of the playoffs now. Yeah, I mean, that's, but it's going to happen because you got. There's no way, James. There's no way we yep. run 26 races and Bubba doesn't get a win. I just don't see it. You know? I don't, yeah, I don't got, think so. I, well, yeah, I mean, I we did. We did take a Bristol away though. We took a Bristol away. We t- we've taken away a lot of more mile and a half opportunities as well. That's so things true. are going to get wonky. I mean. But the you know Alex Bowman's the one I'm looking at. Like, what do you, where are you going to win if you know you've you've lessened yeah. his opportunities? Yep. Um, like Austin Dillon won last year. Where are you going to win, Austin? Those are the two guys I'm kind of looking at. Yeah, that's uh, right true. now. Um, well, obviously, Reddick Clint could, Boyer's Reddick already could steal that Austin Dillon win himself. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. And and Clint Boyer was in the was in the playoffs last year, so he's not. You know, obviously he's not out there anymore. Right. Um. So yeah, there's there's a couple of spots up for grabs. Cole Custer, another one. Like where you you know. Yeah. Uh, Eric Almarola, those guys are in danger already. They got to go out there and and try to find a win or you know or, or something because it's going to get tight, going to yeah. get real tight. Think we'll get sixteen winners? Ah, that's we always talk about that, and somebody always rises up and and doesn't allow for it. You know, when you got Harvick and Hamlin winning all those races last year, and then Elliott getting five himself, it's yeah, sixteen different winners is so tough, so yeah. tough. Back I to just Harvick, know. you know, we didn't mention him much in the discussion over the road course race, but with how horribly he did in the clash to come out and get a top, he was top five at, in this one. Um, good on Harvick to, you know, get a good finish when it mattered. So, yeah. And that's exactly, what you expect yeah. out of him. I mean, that's what you're going to get from Kevin Harvick. So, yep. Uh, Fantasy League, James, I don't want to talk about it, so you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fantasy league, uh, you know, the fantasy league real quick was dicey. 
Uh, I, there was before the yellow came out late. I was just ahead of you, um, and and we were we were both doing really bad. Uh, but that yellow definitely saved my saved my day. I was able to salvage a, a halfway through, uh, <laughs> you know, half halfway decent race. Um, but the so the winner, a, a newbie to the to the to the team, or excuse me, a newbie to the league this year, Team Draftona. Uh, he, he or she, I don't know. I'm not sure her tandem, <laughs> excuse me, tandem draft Tona. There you go. Uh, that's a newbie to the league. Sorry. Good grief. Um, yeah, we got a lot of newbies. Eric, we have a 17 player league right now. So we got awesome. lots of newbies. That is awesome. It's and really horrible fun at the same time. Horrifying. Yeah. It's horrifying and awesome all at the same time. Um, but yeah, so, so draft Tona gets the win two Oh three, uh, an old friend Ranger Runyon is finished second. And then rusty W number two, another newcomer. Uh, tied with a with a, one of our veteran uh, veteran racers, Justin seven one three, all for the uh, top three there. Nice. Uh, Baron Speedway, right there, fifth place, one eighty two. Nice. Yeah. Um, I was seventh, uh, and then Eric, you salvaged the fourteenth. Yeah. So, not bad. Yeah, I'm ahead in the standings yep. of the guys that didn't uh, race the first week, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then uh, uh, Mr. Consistency still first overall. Shut, shut up, Roger. Uh, second and fast to the grass is third, tied with Rusty W two also third. It's pretty tight up there at the top. Eric, I am tenth. Yeah, not good. Eric, you are thirteenth. Yeah, we gotta beat. get some consistency. Got beat. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, James got any shout outs this week? Um, you know, I think you and I both might have the same one. I'm going to let you yeah. take it. Um, <laughs> cause I think I know where you're going to go. Um, yeah, but, uh, James shared a uh, podcast with, uh, with me this week, um, which turned out to be the most spectacular podcasts I think I've ever listened to. Um, that might be pushing it, but it was, it was pretty darn good. Uh, so if you haven't, it was great. haven't seen it, it's called firestorm. The years that changed NASCAR, 2000 and 2000, 2000 to 2001, and it's Rick Houston used to work for uh, for NASCAR Scene. Um, I, you know, the interesting thing about this was to learn. See, I know the NASCAR media so well of who's in the NASCAR media now, but to remember the names that were in the NASCAR media back then, um, you know, there's names that I've forgotten about because it, they've been out of the sport for so long and yep. whatever it's it was completely different back then but um anyway rick houston this is uh what was it seven episodes james i think uh yeah well it was 10 but there were there were some short ones in there yeah um so basically and, he, yeah, he, I'll, yeah i'll just read down the list here so episode one's adam petty episode two kenny Irwin. episode three gathering storm uh, episode four tony roper episode five dale earnhardt Episode six, the 2001 Daytona 500. Episode seven, Aftermath. Episode eight, Firestorm. And episode nine, uh, Blaze Alexander wraps up with episode 10, Legacy. And it's all just about what all went on from 2000, 2001. Um, all the injuries, the, the, the fatalities. Um, details each one of them. Uh, pretty specifically, the, the lives of the drivers. Um, you know... I, I think the one that probably rang the most for me, James was the blaze Alexander one because so yeah, much yeah. credit has been given to Dale Earnhardt for the yep. legacy that he created. But blaze Alexander was the one when he was killed, it was two weeks after that, the next cup race after that, that the head and neck restraints were mandated. 
And yep. so, I mean, Blaze Alexander really holds that that legacy, um, whereas Earnhardt spurred it. But um, but man, there's some fascinating stuff in here. I could listen to this stuff all day long. Um, you know, if there's there's a lot of stubbornness about Dale Earnhardt detail in this. Um, you hear a lot mm-hmm. of the discussions about safety discussions that were being had uh, during the time period. And, you know, James, I was, I mean, I was very much watching NASCAR at this time and just didn't, I guess, didn't realize as we were living it, how tragic it was that we lost so many people in such a small period of time. And now that we know that we lost them all for the same reason, it's even more crazy, but man, just excellent storytelling in this lots of interviews um, my only yeah. disappointment in it is that, you know, a lot of it, this was done during COVID. So a lot of it's through the phone and I couldn't understand Sterling Marlin, man. I wish I could understood Sterling Marlin a little bit more, but otherwise it was really great. So I highly recommend yeah. it. I'll let you talk now, James, if you want to say anything Ward, else about it. Ward, Ward Burton makes an appearance, oh, which man, I Ward is great. Great. <laughs> um, Kyle Petty's a big player in this, obviously with Adam being involved. Um, I learned stuff you know, in Rick, this. I mean, I was, I've done a do. lot of research on this stuff. I did too, man. Yeah. I did too. You know, uh, I was going to say Rick Houston tells a story. I don't want to give the whole podcast away. I want people to go listen to it, though, please. If you're a NASCAR yes. fan, this is worth your time. It's short. These episodes are between what, Eric, 15 minutes and, and 29. Yeah, they're perfect. You know, but they're I'll tell you what, you're, you're going to listen to three in a row because you're not going to be able to stop. You're gonna bang them out. I, I finished them in less than a day. Yeah. I I was working and I was just banging them out one after another. I was like, this is this is what I'm talking about. I mean, this is this is, you know, it's for for tragic um, storytelling, I guess it, it, it is what it is, but, um, just, it's really good. Like you said, Eric, I, I second everything you said. Um, but I, I wanted to say just really quickly, he tells a story about Adam Petty, um, at New Hampshire, uh, alone, that story alone was mm-hmm. worth, was worth a listen because it's, it's haunting, yep. um, and, and tragic, but man, it's powerful, powerful storytelling. Yeah. So I'm uh, just overall very good. I, I'm glad that I found it on Twitter and, and shared it with you guys. I, I wonder if Todd's listened to it. I would, I'd have to ask him. Yeah. I'd love to get his opinion too. He's, he's as big of a buff as we are. So, uh, but yeah, if you guys listen to it, reach out to us, you know, and, and tell us what you think. I, you know, maybe we can even share a link or something, Eric, maybe when you share the episode, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll find, find a link for it too. And, and we can push it out. That'd be cool. Um, I'll try and drop it in the show notes too. So it's there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um, one thing, other thing I'll say from this, James, mm-hmm. I officially, my my feelings on Kyle Petty officially changed with this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've been and that and the Earnhardt doc. He's um he's he's definitely um he's definitely something. Yeah. He's he's a strong dude. Yeah, I mean I Kyle Kyle really comes across as full of himself, and this podcast shows that he's not. It, he's it, definitely not. It makes him a lot more personal or personable in, with this podcast. Um, yeah. and, and I enjoyed it. I mean, it, what, what Kyle went through is just crazy. Oh, it's um, terrible tragedy. It's yeah. Yeah. Terrible. So, terrible. but yeah, excellent podcast. Definitely worth checking out. I highly recommend it. We'll, we'll make sure the links are out there so you guys can see it. And, uh, and definitely uh, you'll, you'll burn through it. If you're interested in any of this stuff, you'll burn through it. And if you're listening to us, you're listening, you're yep. interested in this stuff. Cause otherwise there's well, no if, way you'd listen yeah, to us if, ramble for an hour each week. Well, if your era is nineties and two thousands NASCAR, I mean, this yeah. is, you know, this is nineties, two thousands NASCAR. This is what you and I grew up on. Yep. You know, we, we didn't realize it in the moment. Like you said, Eric, I didn't either. I was, I was a bit young. Um, but I remember when Adam Petty died yep. and I remember when Kenny Irwin died. 
I definitely remember when Dale Earnhardt died. Um, well, I, but yeah, I didn't remember. I was telling didn't you. Didn't remember Tony Roper. I did I didn't, not. I, I wasn't into it like that. I did not appreciate Adam Petty or Kenny Irwin. I didn't. I yeah, didn't I, like either of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, well, I was a Tony Stewart fan, and Tony Stewart clashed with Kenny Irwin, so of course I hated Kenny Irwin. And yep. I mean, my fandom was different back then. I was a traditional fan who had my favorites and had the drivers that I hated. And I'm not like that anymore. You know, I respect just about every one of them out there and any, the ones that I don't like, or maybe don't feel the same way about are usually because of interactions or things I've seen behind the scenes versus what they're like on the track. Um, so it's a lot different now than it used to be for me, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I, I, then that's probably why it didn't hit me as hard back then and why I don't remember it as much. I mean, I remember it, I knew the stories and stuff, but I didn't, didn't realize how close together everything was and, and all that. Um, Jeff Burton tells a great story in here too, which was one of the things that I learned about the, uh, the famous New Hampshire race that he won leading all 300 laps. Yeah. yeah and, that's a good story. And yeah, I mean, I just thought he just, they just went out there and just, you know, couldn't pass and that's why he won the race, but he won the race because Jack Roush and team worked on it. They knew what they were going to have. Yeah. So they worked their butts off and brought a car that couldn't be beat. <laughs> It's like, yep, that's awesome, man. That's stuff you don't hear. Yeah. So, and and you know, too, like you know, we we were glowing in our Earnhardt review last week, and and this and credit to Rick on on his reporting, he yeah. does not sugarcoat his relationship with Dale. He talks about how he was difficult to deal with, and yep. you know, and Earnhardt being difficult on on the Hans device is definitely a thing yep. that that goes on. Uh, you know, that goes, you know, um, not. I guess not unreported, but I mean, Ryan McGee and, and the work that they did with ESPN, that was fantastic. And, and it goes into it a little bit. This definitely does. Um, but Eric, I mean, I remember the Simpson lap belt issue mm -hmm. and that's covered here too. They talk yeah. about that stuff. So uh, yeah, you know, get a good history lesson on, on what the sport used to be. You know, if yeah. you want to know everything, this is, this is a way to do it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and there's interviews with, with all these guys too. I mean, it's not just him telling the story. He's got sound clips from Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. Kyle Petty. Yep you know, all these guys in this thing. So it's, uh, it's good stuff. Definitely check it out. Yep. Uh, For sure. James, if they want to listen to the podcast and then uh, chat with you about it on social media, where can they do that? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter as well at T super speedway. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Uh, if you like more of the podcast, you can find us at the super speedway.com. There's uh, links to all the show notes, uh, links to articles we discussed in the episodes, um, past shows, uh, past race coverage, photos, all that type of stuff. So check that out. TheSuperSpeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Um, and if you want to become a part of the show and help us out, help us get to the track when we uh, eventually can go back, uh, you can do that at Patreon.com slash TheSuperSpeedway. Sign up to become a patron today. Uh, we go to, uh, we're going to turn just left this week, James. We're going to go back to the yes. ovals. Uh, Homestead Miami Speedway is the Dixie Vodka 400 NASCAR Xfinity Series in action as well. We'll be back next week to break it all down and talk about it as we get the uh, the official regular season underway. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about it all. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. <laughs>